Hello, beautiful people. I hope that you had a successful, gamble-free holiday. And if you didn't, that's okay. We're here. But that's what I hoped for everyone. I hope that you got good, fun gifts as well. If that's what you want. I'm not a materialistic person, as you guys know. I think that money is just really a tool. And uh, most of the time, my my gift list or things that I want are not very extravagant. They're very functional. I will tell you, though, that I've given myself a couple gifts this <laughs> this week, this month, this year. Actually, I've done quite a bit of this. So as you know, if you were listening pre-Christmas, I did go to Aruba for Christmas and New Year's. Uh, with COVID, my family, you know, is nervous, uh, rightfully so. And I want, I want to live my best life. And, and, and my best life <laughs> coming from upstate New York is to go in the sun. <laughs> That's where my best life is right now. So I am I am probably down there as you are listening to this, unless you're listening far in the future. I really shouldn't mess with that whole time component of podcasts. But so that was one of the first gifts that I gave myself. I can use some unwind time and it's it's beautiful that this time of year most people uh, aren't really married to work. I used to love working my my old day job the week between Christmas and New Year's because basically like the world was shut down and you can get all your thinking work done. It was amazing. So I hope to do a little bit of work while I'm down there just from a feel good about productivity, but we'll see. The other gift I gave myself, and I kind of am really blown away that I did this, but I'm going to an event in Miami with one of my well, I'm going by myself to see one of my greatest mentors. And instead of just doing the free ticket, I actually splurged and I upgraded, which will give me some access to directly to my mentor, who's pretty much a celebrity. And I love him, even though he's, he's crass and wild and talks all the time about making money. And that's kind of his his mission but he also you know explains that you can't you can't even help your charities or or do good things if you don't have money so I love that approach of it so I yeah for Christmas I gave myself that present too that I am gonna have the most incredible time in March when I go to Miami to meet him and whatever other amazing people that there are and I feel okay about this guys and uh I'm really grateful for credit cards this year. I do have to say that. I'm going to be paying a lot of interest, which I haven't done all year until this last, I don't know, month or so. But I'm okay. Like, it's going to work out just fine. And I'm not scared, believe it or not. not that's where my faith and my, <laughs> my spirituality come from. So uh, believing that it's going to work out the way it's supposed to work out. So, all right. So let's do December 26th reading. Edward Everett Hale says, this is a long one, I am only one, but still I am one. I cannot do everything, 
but still I can do something. And because I cannot do everything, I will not refuse to do the something that I can do. We once heard someone say, knowing doesn't keep you sober, doing does. We got the point. Our actions, not strictly our knowledge, will help us stay sober, fat-free. Recovery is a program of action, of doing something that will contribute to our recovery today. All the knowledge in the world won't help us recover if we don't use what we've learned. Like good intentions, knowledge is only the beginning. Next, we must do and not do the things we've learned will help us make progress in recovery. It's up to us to put the steps to work in our lives today. We are responsible for eating right and exercise, exercising, going to meetings, finding higher power, and praying or meditating to continually strengthen our spiritual lives. Knowing what we must do is a good first step. Putting that knowledge into action, one day at a time, will bring us the joys of real recovery and a new life. Today I pray that, through your power, I know what I need to take action for my recovery. I'm a doer. I like this action taker concept. And it's true. We, we do have to do stuff and we can be perpetual learners. I saw a lot of that this past year in these online environments and I probably felt a little guilty of it myself. I didn't think so, but maybe I was rationalizing. But we were involved in online learning and getting a lot of exposure to a lot of different things. And we'd have to go to class, and then we'd have to do our homework. But the homework was like on the teacher's agenda, right? And yes, it was impactful. However, if we didn't take it back and put it into our businesses, we weren't moving the needle, and we wouldn't have money to pay for the next class or, or whatever. Like it, We wouldn't make an impact on our business unless we took action on these things. And what I loved about this online learning world or some of the coaches, they use this phrase, take messy action. And what what they're trying to say in that is taking some sort of action is better than taking no action, which is essentially what the reading is saying. So when I get on camera and I do a live and it's not scripted and I'm talking from my heart, that's messy action. When I started a podcast with no technology savvy, that's messy action. And we can do the same thing in our recovery. Is it going to be perfect all the time? Probably not. But as long as we're doing something. So let's think about some examples of messy action in recovery. Maybe it is going to a meeting is taking action, right? Like we know that going to meetings and staying connected are important. So maybe it's messy action is going to one meeting and maybe not speaking. You you at least got there, right? And it's it's a start. Ideally, you know, sharing at a meeting is, is very therapeutic and, and helpful most of the time. So that would be maybe a little bit more progressive in the action. Maybe it's starting your step work. And I, I guess I see this, I see this as an outsider to other gamblers that are maybe earlier in their journey or maybe in denial about their actions or 
inactions or feelings. So maybe it's trying to do the step work and trying to uncover the things that they're working on. And, and maybe it's not, and this, again, it's not judgment or any of those things, but maybe they're not actually there yet, right? Like who would expect, let's say it's somebody a month in and they're trying to work on step work and they really have no sense, you know, the, the gambling still is there hovering saying, oh, I want you back, I want you back, I want you back. And maybe they're thinking after a month, I feel great and I can go to uh, a situation that is, you know, has gambling or, or whatever. And they're doing their step work and and they think they're doing step one, say, and, and relinquishing their power and knowing that they really can't control gambling because they're, you know, they've crossed that line and they're a problem gambler. And then they go and they put themselves in that situation thinking that they're safe. The action is working on the step work. It's messy action because maybe they don't grasp it fully and they think that they're safe and and they're their voices in their head are telling them a different story than the truth. But at least they're trying, right? They're, they're going to work on the step. So it's not going to be perfect, and we're going to stumble and we're going to fall. But we can't just sit back and learn and not do anything about it. That's the essence of this reading is, is about moving forward and trying. And, and you got to try. And it might be in relationships. Maybe it's doing the amends or telling someone your truth. It could be any of those things. As long as you're doing the things, it'll bring value to your life and it'll it'll get you moving forward in your recovery. So I think that's a great message, especially for someone who says all the time that you have to work your recovery. Like you legit have to invest in yourself and make it a daily action, practice, whatever you want to call it, whether it's Connecting with other people, going to a meeting, reading literature, meditating, going for a walk, whatever that is, we have to be diligent and mindful of our recovery. And we have to take action about it every day. We can't skip days, guys. It doesn't work. <laughs> Trust me, it doesn't work. That's the, it snowballs. You skip one day, it's very easy to skip a few more. So take some time, reflect on that. Maybe write a list. What, what actions can you take today? And you could start small. Just be taking some sort of action. And that's my request of you today. Sorry, I just had a little coughing fit. All right, beautiful people. Go take your action. And hey, here's a, here's a clue too. Like I said, I'm away at, at, on December 26th. And that actually counts as, as me taking action in my recovery because I know that I need to meditate and do some things and do some journaling and be productive and do the things that will help me maintain my sanity, hence maintain my sobriety and bet-free, freeness. Uh, so taking action can look a lot of different ways. And the, the more you progress, the more exciting the action can be in our recovery such as doing things like running away to a foreign country during a holiday <laughs> all right beautiful people 
I will talk to you soon. I hope you're having a fabulous day. Now go take some action.